Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. LA is known for being the entertainment capital. So the fact that you can have something which is the entertainment capital plus sort of the commercial aerospace capital, I think it's kind of neat. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech community shout out goes to Jeff Lappin. Jeff, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. Jeff is an angel investor and president of Tech Coast Angels, empowering Los Angeles to continue to be a top startup city. Be sure to say hello to Jeff on social. That's J-E-F-F, last name L-A-P-I-N, and tell him you found him via We Are LA Tech. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. I've been on David Meltzer. This businessman has been doing these live webinars on Fridays, and they're pretty good. And one of the things he said, don't get interesting be interested, meaning like get curious. And it's something my therapist tells me a lot, like to get curious, to not jump to assumptions, to not judge or criticize, but rather to get curious about where someone else is coming from, to become interested and to ask a lot of questions. I think that's a really powerful way to move forward in life, both personally and professionally, because We all think differently. We all come from different backgrounds. Every single person in the world has a different perspective of the world. We're all living in our own unique reality. So to become curious and to get interested rather than focus on being interesting, we're able to learn so much more about others and have more compassion. Love to hear some of the things you do to become more curious and to get more interested in others. Definitely feel free to reach out on Twitter or on Instagram at Esprit Devora and enjoy the next episode. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast, spotlighting LA tech companies and talent. So excited to bring to you our next guest, Anita. Hello. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining We Are LA Tech. Excited to have you on this show. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I am an aerospace engineer by training and I'm a research professor at University of Southern California and I'm also a co-founder of an electric aviation company. 
originally from Scotland, actually, from the United Kingdom. But then I grew up in New York. I went to school in Boston, and then I came out to Los Angeles for grad school because USC had this amazing program for astronautics. And then they have amazing companies to work for, like Boeing, SpaceX. Um, and then, of course, I worked for NASA JPL for 16 years. So this is the place to be for space exploration. When did you first become interested in technology? I have been a lifelong science fiction fan. So probably since I was six years of age, I've been nerding out on a variety of different forms of science fiction. So I kind of knew that I wanted to be involved in the space program at a very early age. Who put the science fiction in front of you? Was it something at school? Was it something your parents brought to your attention? So my dad was also a big science fiction fan. So we would watch uh, reruns of Star Trek, the original series together. And my dad was also a mechanical engineer. So I think he never admitted that he liked Star Trek, but I knew that he did. Because <laughs> so, he watched it all the time with me. <laughs> so I would say that probably is what started it. But I was also a huge fan of Doctor Who, old school Doctor Who. And I would watch reruns of it on public television in New York. How did you parlay your early interest in tech into it becoming a profession? Like, when did you start studying it and immersing yourself into the world to really become experienced in the space? As a child, I would go around and fix things. So I would help my dad fix the car. I would install electrical outlets. I would fix the pool pumps. I would just also always be doing things with my hands and helping my dad fix things. So I knew that engineering was kind of the right degree for me because I combined physics with uh, hands-on work. Then I just went and got all my degrees in aerospace engineering, BS, MS, and PhD, and was able to work in the SPOST program, basically in my first job working for Boeing. And so I just had a really long career doing that for about 20 years. One of my favorite questions to ask is, what is your favorite tech tool? It could be software, website, mobile app. Really lame, Excel. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound lame. Go for it. Right now, I'm using it quite a bit to analyze the data, which is coming back from LA County for COVID-19. I find it to be a very effective tool to visualize data and also to analyze data. And so you can unpack all kinds of information from doing data analysis. And Excel is a great tool. Is there any kind of resource or learning tool you'd recommend if someone wants to become a master in Excel like you are? I wouldn't say that I'm a master. I just use it a lot. So I think it's pretty user friendly. So you kind of just have to fiddle around. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've used it for so long. See, you're a master. Actually, this is a really interesting point. Okay, so one of my mentors, Tucker Max, tells me all the time, I always have imposter syndrome. Like, I always feel like, why would anybody find value over me sharing this thing, whatever the thing is, right? And I'm like, it's just so easy. And he's like, no, it's because you're an expert in it. That's why it's easy for you. That's the point. It's not easy for people that don't have the expertise that you have. I feel like that's what's happening with your Excel mastery. <laughs> You're like, it's easy. And I'm like, actually, I've always wanted to be an Excel master and it is so complicated. <laughs> I think it's just because I have to use it a lot. But for me, I definitely didn't take any classes. It's just something that I learned on the job and the different functionality. But I just find it to be quite useful. Like, for example, when I worked on the Delta IV launch vehicle program, I had to set up a model for the helium pressurization system. I did that in Excel as well. <laughs> I'm using like whole life. So from rocket science to analyzing COVID-19 data. Is there an LA tech company or talent you've come across lately who's really impressed you? Can I say JPL or does that not count? Because it's not a tech company. No, it counts. Go for it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, for sure. Jet Propulsion yeah, Lab. NASA JPL because I worked there for so long and because we land things on other planets. <laughs> 
I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. And what LA Tech resources or events have you gone to or accessed that have really helped you in your career and your development? I bet USC probably has phenomenal programs. So, yeah, I mean, USC, I picked USC specifically for grad school because they have an astronautics and space technology program division department. So they're very much focused on how to design things for space. So USC is a huge resource. And um, I go to a lot of local events, whether they're meetups or there's Datacon LA that I'm also a part of. Um, And then just in general, my uh, most of my network comes from LA. And how could we find more about Datacon LA? Is that on meetup.com? Um, I could give you the website. Um, I just don't have it off the top of my head, but I can certainly give it to you. No, that's okay. We'll include it in the show notes. So that's perfect for Datacon LA. And what? how do you feel about the LA tech community and culture in regards to um, accelerating your career as opposed to other areas? Like why, why stay in LA? Why is LA the place that you can make things happen? So I would say Southern California is actually the center of aerospace um, and space exploration and commercial space exploration. So I think it's the place to be in terms of uh, the talent pool and where all the amazing projects are going on. And what school did you go to in Boston? I'm curious because I went to Emerson College. I went to Boston University, but I used to live in the Fenway. So I would ride my bicycle past Emerson, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Nice. I, I would say for what's unique about Los Angeles is because it does have that aerospace. So sometimes when people think about tech, they think about San Francisco or the Bay Area, which is more software driven. So for me, I associate L.A. with hardware and I love hardware. Talk a little bit more about that. Why is L.A. hardware? Well, I think inherent to um, space exploration is the development of hardware, whether it's a launch vehicle or spacecraft or the technologies which is lead, used for either one. And it very much has a hardware aspect to it because it has to travel from point A to point B, whereas software application development um, is a, a different space. Certainly you need software for the space program, but the part that attracts me to the development of spacecraft or aircraft is the fact that it's hardware. Where do a community of women in hardware hang out, would you say? Like for LA Tech, we have the We Are LA Tech Facebook group. Do all the women who geek out on hardware hang out on a Facebook group or do they go to the Datacon event or like what kind of network could she access? You know, to be honest with you, I'm not aware of a women's specific network uh, for aerospace in Southern California. So I've never sadly been a part of one. So I. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're big. Whoa. They exist, but um, they're, it's not something that um, I have had the opportunity to participate in. There are certainly online resources. I feel like there probably needs to be a bigger uh, community like that. I mean, I feel like that's a perfect thing to share because anybody listening right now, if they have the same interest to be that community leader and drive it forward so there is a community, I mean, hello, that's a shame that that there's no community, at least not a community that has been exposed to your eyeballs yet. You know, like it's funny because if the community exists, I think as community builders, a huge part of our job is making sure that the world knows that we are, exist. <laughs> and I, I do think it's uh, it's unfortunate. And in general, aerospace uh, is a very male dominated field. It's probably like 85 percent male. So just there's not that many women around. So that might be part of it. And therefore, if you do go to meetings, then you go to meetings which have everybody at them. So uh, not to say that I, I totally. think that changed. And there is Society of Women Engineers. I just haven't gotten involved in a local chapter, just probably because 
I don't have a lot of time to do anything outside of... uh, You're only ruling the world. (laughs) (laughs) So I do think what is really unique about LA, of course, is that LA is known for being the entertainment capital. So the fact that you can have something which is the entertainment capital plus sort of the commercial aerospace capital, I think it's kind of neat. I love it. Is there anything that you wanted to share that you haven't shared yet? I think that everybody is capable of being whatever it is they want to be. I actually truly believe that. Like if you wanted to play soccer for a living, maybe you couldn't work for the Galaxy, for example, but you certainly could play soccer in a league. Or if you wanted to work for NASA, like I said before, if you wanted to be a musician, maybe you wouldn't be the person on the Grammy Awards, but you can be a performer in a variety of different areas. So I think if you want to do something in life, the only person probably standing in the way of you achieving that is yourself. So um, you can empower yourself to accomplish pretty much anything. I think that's a perfect note to end on. Thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast to connect and collaborate with more awesome people in the LA Tech community. Remember, go to the We Are LA Tech Facebook group at wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Takes you straight there. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Anita Sengupta, and I'm a research professor of astronautics at the University of Southern California, and I'm also co-founder of ASX. And my areas of focus, research, and expertise are space exploration, space exploration technologies, and electric aviation. I'm based in Sherman Oaks, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Hi, this is Arlen Hamilton, author of It's About Damn Time, How to Turn Being Underestimated into Your Greatest Advantage. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. I feel so grateful I've had the privilege of getting an advanced copy of Arlen Hamilton's new book, It's About Damn Time. She is one of the most inspiring venture capitalists I've ever come across. Her story from having absolutely nothing and being completely broke to being one of the most influential venture capitalists in the world blows my mind and her book is insanely well written right when I picked it up I didn't want to put it down she teaches me and us how to become the asset how to be our best selves and how to be a person that not only creates opportunity for ourselves but creates an abundance of opportunity for others I'm so proud to share her book with you and I hope you'll pick it up and I know for sure you'll be just as riveted as I was with each page you turned get it's about damn time at itsaboutdamntime.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Sarah Tran. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.